Hello, this is Gurmeher from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of February. As markets crashed despite what was hailed as a balanced budget, the scrapping of the Adani Group's FPO replaced the budget as a talking point on Thursday. Proceedings in both the Houses of Parliament were disrupted as opposition leaders demanded a probe into the Adani Group, either by a joint parliament committee or a panel appointed by the Chief Justice of India. This comes after a report by a US-based short-seller group Hindenburg Research, which accused the Adani Group of holding back India's future, fraud and stock manipulation, among other charges. The Adani Group has denied all allegations. Opposition leaders, including Congress President Malikarjan Kharge and Shiv Sena's Priyanka Chaturvedi, sought daily updates on the Joint Parliament Committee or the Supreme Court monitored probe into the issue. Concerns have been raised about public money locked in the Adani Group through SPI and LIC. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Narendra Modi held a meeting with union ministers to discuss the government's strategy in Parliament, even as members of opposition parties met to chalk out a joint strategy. The Lok Sabha was adjourned, minutes after it resumed proceedings on Thursday morning following an uproar by opposition leaders. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case that aims to stop a controversial event set to take place in Mumbai on 5th of February, according to the Indian Express. A three-judge bench consisting of Justice K.M. Joseph, Justice Anirudh Bose and Justice Rishikesh Roy said it will ask for approval from Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachur and hold a hearing on Friday. A lawyer brought up the matter saying that an urgent hearing was necessary for the alleged hate speech rally, which is being organised by the Hindu Jan Akrosh Morcha. She said that a similar rally a few days ago, 10,000 people called for a boycott of Muslim communities. However, the bench noted that the Supreme Court can't be asked to address every rally taking place in the country. It mentioned that the court has already issued clear orders, but they are not being followed and the new orders can't be issued for each event. As the lawyer insisted that the court hear the matter, the bench asked her to send a copy of the application to the Council for Maharashtra and said they would list it for tomorrow, subject to the CGI's approval. It's worth mentioning that last year, on 21st of October, the Supreme Court made a statement that India is a secular nation and directed the Delhi, Uttar Pradesh and Uttarakhand governments to take action against hate speeches. It sought prompt registration of criminal cases against the culprits without waiting for a complaint to be filed. The court warned that any administrative delay would result in contempt. Let's take a look at the most significant news from the Indian stock market. Shares of Adani Enterprise continues to take a major hit, falling 15% in the morning trade. This comes after the company announced it will not proceed with its 20,000 crore rupees follow-on public offer and will return the proceeds to investors. Other group companies also struggled, with shares of Adani Port, Adani Transmission, Adani Green Energy, Adani Total Gas, Adani Wilmar, NDTV and Adani Power declining by varying percentages. Shares of Ambuja Simmons and ACC saw a boost, rising 9.68% and 7.78% respectively. The Adani Group has been under fire following allegations from the Hindenburg Research about fraudulent transactions and share price manipulation. The Adani Group has dismissed these charges as false and says it follows all necessary laws and disclosure requirements. Despite being fully subscribed, the Adani Enterprises FPO didn't see much interest from retail investors or company employees. Retail investors bid for only 11% of the shares reserved for them, while employees sought 52% of their allotted shares. Overall, the Adani Enterprises FPO had a slow start, with just 1% subscriptions on the first day. Listeners, by now you must have heard about the tanking shares of the Adani firms. 
and how Gautam Madani, who was recently the second richest man in the world, has now dropped to the 15th position in the Forbes list of the world's wealthiest. But what led to these developments? To know more, read Shiv Narayan's piece on Newslaundry.com. It is titled, Here's What Happened Before Adani Scrapped Off Its Successful FPO. We have been able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to Newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. A subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. After spending 27 months in jail on charges of sedition under the UAPA and the Prevention of Money Laundering Act, Kerala journalist Siddiqui Kappan was released from the Lucknow district jail on Thursday. Speaking to the Hindu after his release, Kappan stated that he was innocent and had full faith in the judicial process. Kappan had been in jail since October 2020 when he was arrested on the UAPA charges while going to Hathras to report on the rape case and the subsequent death of a Dalit woman. He was granted bail in the case by Supreme Court on 9th of September last year. But he remained in jail in connection with a PMLA case filed against him and others by the Enforcement Directorate in February last year. On Wednesday, a Sessions Court in Lucknow signed release orders a month after the journalist was granted bail by the Allahabad High Court in a PMLA case. Kappan's lawyer, advocate Mohammad Danish, had told News Laundry that the journalist couldn't be released on Wednesday as the release order was sent to the prison authorities after 4pm. Sureties in the case were verified later. In the release order, the judge directed the superintendent to release Kappan if he was not wanted in any other case after a personal bond had been obtained from him. In September last year, the Supreme Court granted bail to the journalist in the UAPA case stating that every citizen has the right to free expression. However, he was only granted bail in the PMLA case by the Allahabad High Court in December last year. India and the US are keen to close a deal for the purchase of 30 MQ-9B Predator-armed drones. The deal is estimated to cost over $3 billion and will strengthen India's surveillance along the line of actual control and the Indian Ocean. The deal has been in works for over five years and the ball is now in India's court, according to officials familiar with the developments as per PTI. The MQ-9B drones are seen as a key part of India's national security and defence needs. The reason behind the deal being delayed are not in the public domain at the moment. It is believed to have been discussed during meetings between India's national security adviser and the American leadership. The Joe Biden administration is eager to close the deal as soon as possible. The MQ-9B drones are equipped with artificial intelligence, machine learning and other advanced technologies. These technologies help to analyse and distribute the rich feed of information from the drones, allowing for quick decision-making. They are considered to be premier multi-role long-endurance remotely piloted aircrafts in the world and are in high demand in several nations, including Japan, Belgium and the Great Britain. The US is ready to help India diversify its defence needs and find additional systems to cooperate with, according to the US Assistant Secretary of State for Political Military Affairs. This is all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.